This is the Songs from the Howling Sea podcast, a behind-the-scenes special edition, a special series, where I take a story, once again, from London's past, but a short and sweet version accompanied by a short and sweet song, the nucleus of an idea that may go on to bigger and better things. If you'd like to hear full songs and full stories, by all means check out my other episodes. But this behind-the-scenes edition, Thomas More. In 1478, this guy Tom is born. He gets a good education and flirts with the idea of becoming a monk. Eventually he decides against this, but does continue for the rest of his life to wear a hair shirt under his clothes at all times and periodically engage in the practice of flagellation, a discipline that sounds so much more titillating than it is in actuality. He gets married to a woman who, by all accounts, is extremely dull because he decides to educate her himself. She undoes all his hard work by selfishly dying early, but does leave him some children, including some daughters, who he also educates, a practice that was seen as extremely unusual at the time. He enters politics and becomes Lord Chancellor. Now, Tom loves hairy shirts. He loves beating himself black and blue. But what he really loves, what really gets his juices flowing, is persecuting Protestants. He can't stand the buggers. He stops their books from being imported. He arrests printers. He blocks translations of the New Testament. Why? Well, because they use the word elder instead of priest and congregation instead of church. And you can't be having that. He interrogates and tortures heretics, apparently tying a few of them up to a tree in his garden in Chelsea. He has them whipped. Charges he later refutes. Going on record stating, I never imprisoned people in my home. And the only people I ever tortured was a kid and an old man with dementia. It's fair enough. I hate dementia. He burns a few Protestants. He racks up a few points with the Pope and especially does a number when he states publicly and boldly that the Pope rules over the King. Now, at any other time in history, that would have been fine. That would have been cool. But this King is King Henry VIII and he don't like that kind of chit-chat. Thomas resigns from his post, refuses to sign an oath saying that Henry was better than the Pope and doesn't turn up to Anne Boleyn's coronation. He simply refuses to play ball. Eventually, he's removed from his Chelsea torture garden and holed up in the Tower of London. He puts that time to extremely good use by writing his prison memoir, Comfort Against Tribulation, which is harder to read than Mark Chopper Reed's equivalent and a lot less entertaining, but it has stood the test of time. Eventually, he's tried, he's executed, and his head is stuck on a spike at London Bridge. His daughter, Margaret, Putting that education to very good use, devises a plan, steals the head back, preserves it in spices, and then buries it, along with the rest of his body and his most prized possession, his hair shirt. Now, Thomas More is remembered today as a saint by some, but he was also revered in the old Soviet Union, which honored him for his communist attitude displayed in the book Utopia, an honor he would no doubt be overjoyed with today. So here is a dreamy little idea, nucleus or something. May go on to become a song at some point. Sounds like this.
Darkness delights our fall Judgment sought Tell you the doubt is born From the devil and his horns Assemble at our door Answers in the mud. Now holy and purged, they flower like spring's first bud. The glorious word now runs like iron through the blood, through the blood.